Okay, boys, take one. Dum 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 Put on your baggies and rock and roll Hall of Fame induction tuxedos too. It's the Beach Boys Boys, the world's number one podcast about the world's preeminent surf rock group hosted by your boys, PJ and Pete. And today we do have a very special guest with us today. A very special guest. It's in fact so special that we did something today we have never done before. Never once. Which is re- Started the podcast. Yeah, we restarted. PJ and I. Now, this may come as a surprise to you, listeners. We're first one draft, a, last draft yeah. is how we operate here. One and done, baby. Yeah. That's our that's our motto. Minimal um, editing, minimal takes. You know, not a us, whole lot of repeating. Yeah. Um, so one take, PJ and Pete. Yeah. So, but our our guest was so excited to be here. We came in too hot. The levels were all screwy. There was too much baseball being talked. So we're starting um, over. There was, there was an average amount of baseball. <laughs> For this show, way too much, too baseball. much baseball. The Beach Boys love baseball. Yeah. Well, that's true. I'm sure Mike Love loves the crack of the bat, green grass. We can start a podcast where we listen to the jam. Beach Boys while watching baseball called the Beach Ball hey, Baseball Boys. That's my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Jake Iverson, hey. for the third time on the hey, show. I'm about yeah. to sign. If our our sharp-eared listeners, our longtime listeners, uh, longtime hard-time listeners, our love you long-time listeners. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's racist. remember um, Jake from our classic two-parter with Pet Sounds. That was a good one. Yeah, and uh, our Jan also and our Janet Dean episode. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty good apps. Welcome back, Jake. Yeah, Thank Jake. You how how have you been? Because How are things carrying along for Jake Iverson? Good. Okay. I mean, uh, have you liked the podcast? Uh, it's been yeah. Great. I'm sure you've really, been a serious I loved, listener. I love the episode about uh, s- the smile sessions. Sure, haven't gotten there. I yet. Haven't gotten there yet. No. God, of all the fucking Beach Boys albums, I could. have I mean, missed. we talked about the aborted smile smile How sessions. About, I guess. Um, That's maybe I what love he meant, the episode but... about. That's how God made the radio. I haven't gotten there I haven't yet. Gotten there yet. <laughs> Um, Man, it's really you're really selling I mean, yourself. Man, you any other Beach Boys to the album. I love the album about Surf's Up. There Ooh, you go. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Good that one. was before your time. The but cover, it's a good one. the oh, cover no, no, no. is Surf's Up, yeah. the cover is perhaps offensive, but oh no, it's a gorgeous cover. It's a great cover. But it's a picture of a statue. Here's the thing, and we, carved. We haven't talked about this yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, we our, have. Our, we haven't. We were going to talk about it, and then we didn't. We didn't talk didn't. about what. So you're confusing me. So originally, Peter was going to get the Surf's Up. Yeah, no, we talked about statue this on the show. tattooed onto him, mm. and then we were. I was going to get the the brothers Brother records, records logo. Both Native Americans, both Native horses. Americans, and then and then we yeah. thought that might be. We thought better of it. So instead, Arr. we actually got Beach Boys tattoos, and we've yeah. not talked about it on the podcast. I was positive we had. We, I said we have to talk about this, and we never did. Hmm. But we both got the uh, flower and bumblebee from um, Wild from Honey. Brian's window. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. tattooed upon us. Peter's is go. smaller and not in color, and mine is better and co- in color and bigger. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a biased interpretation of events, but <laughs> we could have Jake judge him right now live on the. Sure. Pod. I, I can't. My sleeves to. are just too tight. So I um I <laughs> think tattoos are sin. Well, no, I review things for a living. That's, That's true. true. Here's the thing. Jake is both he of writes... you guys do that for a living. A little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah both yeah. of you guys like the Beach Boys, and sure. so why didn't you guys start a fucking the... podcast? I haven't together? written about the Beach Boys yet. Well, Jake lives. 
four hours away, two miles north, uh, two miles up the 101. Yeah. Uh, which is... Riverdale, California. Yeah. So really, uh, it's hard to get to, you know, it's, we it's just tough, don't really have yeah. time to, to get the, together uh, to record. Riverdale Daily Chronicle. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You're the critic. I do. Yeah. Um, I thought Joker was not good. Okay. But I... It really dates the show. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather we keep this as timeless as possible. I thought Hustlers was good. Mm. Is that that one about Larry Flint? Yeah. It's not not about Larry Flint, okay. but it's not sure. like explicitly Larry about Flint Larry Flint. felt Flint. like he was involved. It was like a spiritual Larry yeah. Flint project. It was a spiritual yeah. sequel to The People versus Larry Flint. True. Yeah. That was a lot louder than I thought. PJ, how have you been? I've been good, you know. Um, yeah. Just living it up in sunny Anaheim, California. Is that right? Have you been out uh, to the beach or on the waves? Oh, of course. In a while, yeah. Every okay. day. I mean, we podcast from the beach. We keep falling into the sand as Whoa! the waves come in. Whoa! Sorry. I we just, podcast uh, from the beach? I just got beach? blown over by a wave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, today we're out on the beach. Is yeah. What you, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. A, it's a rare... Um, rare on location yeah. record. We've done it before in Olive Garden, and now we're here. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, we actually have a lot to get to today beach boys wise yeah. so we're jumping straight into it uh real quick with a little episode of what are you chugging all right pj what are you chugging i am chugging a mystery ipa <laughs> mystery ipa it's in a blank can it is in there's no way to know what it kind is of beer and not really a is. normal can it's a can with a screw top yeah it used to be Think a coors, coors light can. it used to be a coors it, silver it, bullet it can. looks like a coors, coors silver, silver bullet can mm-hmm. yeah um and it, a friend gave it to me his father works at uh coca-cola bottling company sure and they apparently bottle beer now and they uh, okay. didn't do these cans right so he gave me a now, PJ, probably forty of these. As beers. a parent, I have concerns about that. What if my kid's Coke is accidentally beer? <laughs> how do you how do you answer that? I say that it'll put some hair on their chest. Mm, probably. I do. Yeah. I do. I. You, I have my kids. Uh, I'm Peter sitting loves up, hairy I'm kids. I'm sitting in my lazy boy. <laughs> feet kicked up, just watching the game. Right. Yeah. Greengrass swish, crack of the bat. Right. So um, foul Paul, ball. Paul Greengrass, the director of the Bourne Ultimatum. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's there with me. He's great. So I get my kids to bring me beers. I say, "Hey, shithead, get one from the kitchen." <laughs> well, that's well, not a way to talk to your children. But, yeah. Well, but hey, that's hey, his son's wake name. Wake up, butthead. Yeah. <laughs> he's got his daughter, butthead, and his son, shithead. <laughs> so I tell them uh, to get. It's pronounced shithead. <laughs> I tell them to get me beers from the kitchen. And so they go, they open it off the edge of the countertop, like I've taught them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Opening the bottle cap. <laughs> the and then I tell them to take a swig on their way to giving it to me so that yeah. they can get a taste for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way to do it. That's exactly the way to do it. Jake, what are you chugging? Um, I'm having just a, a regular garden variety Paps Blue Ribbon. Oh, beautiful oh, Paps Blue beautiful. Ribbon. You know, they awarded that Blue Ribbon because it was the best beer in the county fair. Is that a fact? No, that's yeah. not a fact, actually. Speaking of... I know uh, you're supposed to yes and on these things, but I visited the Paps Blue Ribbon Brewery right. in Nashville, well, Tennessee. In Nashville, all, Tennessee. I've, yeah. Excuse me, I've never left the sunny confines of. of uh, well, there's no need to. The no, rest of it's flyover so country. When what we say we visited a place, we've taken a, a virtual tour <laughs> in the VR. <laughs> yeah, you never, have the Samsung Hive. Exactly. <laughs> we've never actually left sunny Anaheim. No. Um, and that's canon. Um, but we. Uh, if I did ever leave Sunny Anaheim, yeah. however, I'd like to be shot out of a cannon to get there. I think so, yeah. yeah. 
That seems right. As if you were the prize at a at a perhaps a sporting event. No, as if I was an evil Knievel type entertainer oh, who uh, would wear maybe a cape and hey, a helmet. Shut and up, shot out of shut up, Butte Montana. Sure, but yeah. but it does. It My looks kid is like it's Shathid and Buttehead. Mon- <laughs> Shathid and Butt. Mon- Mon- Montana. 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 Oh, that's what yeah. all the people around here. That's what they call them, a mountain. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, but they put the blue ribbon that. around. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, because the they, it was the best tree. beer at the Remember county that fair. They, they, it was the old oak tree, and they wrapped the blue ribbon around it. Uh, it was to differentiate between other beers in the stores because they didn't have labels. Correct. But it was because they won best beer at the county fair. That's why they could. Because it's illegal to put a blue ribbon on something if you haven't won a best of something at a county fair. Let me tell you how much I didn't get your bit. Um you're playing County Fair in the background, yeah. and I was going to start tell you to start playing County Fair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm like, oh, uh, we all point. like to have a lot of. Fun. I am also drinking an IPA segment out of a mystery kid. Wait, 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 so no, I, wait, segment I, not over. I, I, I want segment more over. Info. Okay, um, what else have you been chugging today, Jake? Maybe let's get a. Oh, that's a good point. Let's get a background. Our listeners would like to wanna, know. You want I want you to list list. it off. Yeah. I want you a. F- yeah. Um, I started off with the Kettle House Oktoberfest. Okay. Um, I was drinking Kettle House beer in Anaheim, California. There's a sure. Kettle House tap house, tap room. Yeah, they're me. expanding. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. expanding. I've heard that. And uh, Nick Chakota has mm-hmm. been expanding them. Uh, shout out sure. Nick Chakota. And. Uh, Technically, has very little relation to Kettle House's Te- company. Technically, but, but um, uh, so I started out with a uh, an Oktoberfest. Cool. Then I switched over to, I believe, a uh, an extra pale. Okay. And then I had a uh, a coffee. Um, it was a coffee Scotch ale. Okay. And then um, I had drank all my all three of my beers at the Kettle House. Okay. So I went to um the other Kettle House. <laughs> And at the As other, you do. At the other Kittle House, I um, I started out with a milkshake IPA. Great. Um, and then I You know had, what they say about that IPA? It brings all the boys to the yard. They, here's mm. the thing. They don't say that. Is that what Nikki was singing it's about? Really, no, that's not even Nikki. That's not Nikki. Mm, yeah, that's that's, that's uh, Khalees? Is that who Khalees, it is? I believe. Yeah. 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 It's Nikki Minaj, but okay. It's not. Um, but... Uh, uh, so I had the Beach one Boys of those. Boys, your most racially this sensitive. Is, this podcast. is as gripping as I expected it to be. By the way. I had. I honest to fucking god, don't know why you asked me Here's about this. But PJ um, did. So I, I this had one of those. Is a lot more boring without uh, chuggling. <laughs> I had one of those. Right down. I had one of those. I only had. <laughs> I had three more beers. So do we want to okay. finish them? That's fine. Okay. How many no, beers so total? That's we all just want to really know how many beers total you've had. Not including this beautiful county award winning Pabst Seven. Okay. Fine. All right. Not too much. So actually. you're on your eighth. Good to know. A little disappointing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not that bad. No, we're not mad. We're worried. we're not mad at you. We're worried about you. <laughs> <laughs> we're just concerned. Hey, you guys know my mom is the biggest Beach Boys Boys fan. Oh yeah. So. She listens to. It. She writes us all the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. Is That's this a true. real thing? Oh no, my mother does not care for you. Okay. <laughs> no. Just There's me no in way. general as a person. <laughs> yeah. She always says, how was the Beach Boys Boys? And I'm like, oh, PJ was on it. She's like, can't listen. Yeah. yeah. Can't listen to he this one. He practices witchcraft. I don't Can't be a so. part of that. Seriously. Okay. Uh, pause the podcast real quick. Do you, do you seriously with witchcraft? Because I've been looking to learn. <laughs> well, can we talk about it later? I, I just read the first Harry Potter book and I'm very interested. Would thou like to live deliciously? <laughs> All right. Podcast back on. <laughs> 
All so, right. Uh, I'm, okay. So, so anyway, now I've had, we know I, I had one Pabst Blue Ribbon. That's all I had. Cool. All right. Well, let's jump into it, man. We we have a lot to go over today, PJ. Yeah. We are in the end of the Beach Boys era, really. I mean, um, we are in the end of the Beach Boys. We're era, on the down, really. the decline. Well, yeah. you're going to edit one of those out. Come nah. On, dickhead. We don't you edit, fucker. jerk. You can't tell me to move my mic, make me mess up talking, and then get mad at me when I try and do a soft do reset. We, do we maybe want to start damn. the show over? <laughs> no, no, just PJ's going to have more editing to do than usual. Right. Just start over again. Okay. So we're going to get into it. We're in the end of the Beach Boys. The <laughs> backslide. Well, I don't know. Downslope, whatever you want to call it, for the Beach Boys. Um, so we're in into the late 80s. We talked a little bit about the late 80s during our last episode. Yep. And now we have a couple more news items. First of all, in 1988, the Beach Boys what were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, bow, which bow, is bow, yeah, bow, the bow, first bow. year of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken. I believe you're were right. Were they on the first ballot? I believe so. Well, can we, PJ, or, can we try to guess who's on the first ballot? The Beatles, the Beach Boys, the Rolling yeah. Stones. Because How you want to guess which group showed up? <laughs> The Beach Boys. Ooh, the Beach Boys. Was it only the Beach Boys? Well, Mick Jagger and Paul McCartney at least did because Mike Love calls them out in his speech. Was for that not the showing three? Uh, there are probably again. five, I think. I, I think gotta guess. Oh, five guys of all the bands. I want to guess. I'm not looking yeah. it up. Wait, was wait, it, was I'll it, look it up, but I don't it, give a fuck. we got three um, of them for sure. Okay, I'm gonna guess Chuck Berry Makes and sense. Jimi mm. Hendrix. Makes sense. Or Dylan. Um. Maybe not rock and. He might have gotten rock and roll later. Real quick, uh, apparently, while PJ's looking that up, uh, Brian Wilson in the late 80s, early 90s, at some point hung out with Bob Dylan, and this is wow. them. Wow, just that is them. old as hell. And Bob Dylan's wearing a dope hat. He's just got a the couple of really turned up like he's a real guys. rocker. That yeah. is the um, worst both of them have you yeah, ever looked. <laughs> they look pretty awful. So during yeah. their, we're not going to watch, there's about a nine minute video on YouTube of their nine minutes. Hall of Who's Fame the acceptance, because they each, you know, like oh. Mike... Carl and Brian all give speeches. Um, I'm not sure if... You were correct on one of them. Okay. Would you so... like to hear the whole list? It's more than five. How many is it? There's nine, I think. Okay, nine. So I bet you the Rolling Stones nine didn't get Nine bands got in the first year? You're right about the Rolling okay, Stones. Okay, so not the Rolling Stones. So we've got the Beach Boys. We've got the Beatles. Nine bands. And we've got Chuck Berry. Chuck Berry is not part of it. Wow, that. so Jimi Hendrix. Nope. Well, those were my you, two guesses. You, you, got right, you were right with Bob Dylan. Oh, okay. So, so it Bob is Dylan. the Beach Boys, the Beatles, the Drifters, Bob Dylan, the Makes Supremes, sense. Elvis, Woody Guthrie, Wow, Lead Belly, Les Paul, uh, and Barry Gordy Jr. Barry, who that's the, an odd who first ballot. Who is Barry Gordy Jr.? He, he was the founder of Motown Records. Okay. Yeah. Wait, that's is he the? Is he the? That is he, So is he the great uncle of the guy from LMFAO? He, uh, he is. He's he's the. Yeah. He's like the father of one of them, and okay. then the the great uncle of one of that, them. That rules. Yeah. yeah. All right. Never mind. Shout out Barry Gordy. It is weird that a, a producer made it in and not yeah. like Elvis. That is strange. That's, Elvis being snubbed on the first ballot is really weird. All I, right. If if I could make a 1988. <laughs> This list. is thirty-year-old news, guys. Like, I mean, literally the most iconic 31. American artist, probably of the last seventy-five years. This, well, the Beach Boys. Yeah. But. This also brings me to a um, Beach Boys uh, boys news. Me. Okay. What's some Beach Boys boys news? Well, PJ? no, we got to do this thing first. No, we don't. <laughs> okay. Because we're not on any topic right now. Let's, we're already, no, we're so we're all going to pick our nine for nineteen eighty-eight. Yeah. No. Okay. Um, we don't care except that the Beach Boys. All right. Are our first nine who were inducted. Okay. I would say Elvis, Bob Dylan, the 
Beatles. I'll say the Beach Boys. I don't mm-hmm. really agree with that. Oh, Rolling Stones, off. the Animals, the Kinks, uh, Chuck Berry, Jimmy Chuck Berry's definitely. Those Chuck, are my nine. Chuck Berry, the Kinks. That was a lot faster. I think the Kinks is a great call. Well, like, yeah, but now we're gonna go over it. For um, 20 more minutes. How about uh, what about Jackie B. Branson and his bo- and his Blue Boy Boys? <laughs> so, <laughs> what about so Brian gets up first um, to read his speech, which is all like typed out, and he has really old man glasses on. And Mike, like, interrupts him halfway through to fix his mic stand <laughs> in a way where Mike clearly is, like, fucking bored. Wait, which is great because be, I have would done be that to both of you. That crazy if somebody yeah. interrupted a show to, in, to fix it. Well, and then it flusters Brian to the degree where he just stands there for, like, 30 <laughs> seconds staring at his papers. Yeah. Like, trying to find his place again. And Mike's, like, laughing. And it's, yeah. Anyway. And so we then are... Carl gives a little speech. And then Mike gets up and famously just rants for a while yeah. about how cool the Beach Boys are. Yeah. And we are going to watch this video, and I he's presume. Mad that, he's yeah. mad that the... Uh, Beatles didn't show up yeah so he's saying so he brags about how much the Beach Boys still tour he said they did 180 concerts last we're year we're playing yeah. and I'd like to see the Beatles all of them yeah. were bad <laughs> I'd like to see Mick Jagger do it like anyway the Stones were still I touring yeah, I know so also, um, is he under the impression that he's like the Beach Boys haven't been together or the excuse me, the Beatles haven't been forget together in forever. Like that, years. he didn't realize that anyone fucking, was, anyone died. That <laughs> fucking bitch John Lennon hasn't been with them yeah. in like yeah. nine What's years. He yeah, nobody yeah, knows. There's, John's there's, not even doing. What, music is, what is he doing? Yeah. He's just hanging out with Yoko. So anyway, I heard her new album. It sucks. <laughs> that was a snippet so, from yeah. Yoko's new album. So Mike just ranted a bunch, uh, basically, and uh, then apparently halfway through. Paul Schaefer was leading the house band. Apparently halfway through they started playing and Mike just like kept talking. So they stopped playing and Mike kept talking. <laughs> Mike, Mike is a kid. And then apparently the rest of the beach boys were like all freaked out. And Carl told Paul Schaefer afterward that he thought they were just dead. Like oh, he's like, this yeah. is going to ruin us that Mike just like spouted off. Wow. About this is going to ruin us. Mike Love 30 is, years after anybody yeah. cared about us. This Mike, is going to ruin us. Mike Love is the Donald Trump of the music world. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. He is. He is a righteous, so, good man. So <laughs> Jeff Foskett, their touring guitarist, who's a good friend of the band, uh, said that Mike wanted it to be a challenge, but it came out wrong, which is putting it mildly. Yeah. And then Mike said, that he didn't meditate that morning was his excuse, <laughs> which is kind of awesome. It's, actually, uh, it's certainly he's so funny. boring and as then, a person. So Dylan came up afterwards, hell yeah, hey. and said, "It's me." I want to thank Mike Love for not mentioning me. I want to thank Mike Love, <laughs> which for is not pretty good. That's, me. that's the you second go. most Bob Dylan thing I've ever heard. Um, the first yeah. being that he wouldn't respond to the phone calls from the. Um, <laughs> The, the, the from the Nobel Prize, no, Nobel Prize, oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. he was screening them. Yeah, so that's yeah, the, I don't, I don't want to most... talk to them. Who knows where you're going? So the thing, the great thing about doing a Bob Dylan impression is anybody. Yeah. So it also sounds kind of like a vampire. Like if you're like, your nose, I man. want to suck your blood. That also is pretty much Bob Dylan. Yeah, it's also a pretty good Jimmy Buffett impression. <laughs> <laughs> well, my Jimmy Buffett impression, is, you can't actually hear because it's, it's just me dancing like? around with all my money. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, what did you say, Pete? So people know what Jimmy Buffett sounds like? Who Hello, it's me, well, Jimmy Buffett. If, if you've ever, ever heard him sing, you know exactly what he sounds like when he talks because he oh. just talks through all the songs. Yeah. All right. Wasted okay. away again Jeez, in Margaritaville. Fair enough. All right. So, 88 was their Hall of Fame induction. Also in 88, PJ... 
what we've been waiting. The Mets the won the World Series. Show to talk about Aruba, the release. Jamaica. They did not. Of they didn't win the World yeah. Series. Take you to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Take He's been waiting for months to do this. Key Largo, Montego, <laughs> baby, why don't we go to Aruba, Jamaica? Ooh, I'm gonna take you. Take it. Lago, Montego, baby, why don't we go back to Cocomo? Do you want to do you want to listen to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame speech or no, do you want to listen to Cocomo? I think we got it. Yeah. Um, so it was released in July 18 or on July 18, 1988 uh, as a single. Uh, yep. Because it was featured in the movie Cocktail. Cocktail with Tom Cruise. <laughs> My favorite movie. So we're going to watch the scene that Kokomo is in from Cocktail. Oh, I'm so excited. All right. Man, you've been blue balling me so much on Kokomo. I just got so a there's bust. A, there, the camera is going over the ocean, and there's a guy water skiing, and it's a beautiful tropical island. Why no surfers? Is my question? Yeah, sharks. I guess. I oh, think okay. I think surfing was out, and then. Oh, okay. No, there's there's the, like a parasailer guy. There's a guy. windsurfer. Yeah, yeah, windsurfer. Oh, that guy thinks he's better. Okay, than so us. then Tom Cruise is at the bar. This is the wind like an looks asshole. Great. His shirt's too big. That's weird. His he sunglasses looks, are too oh big. Oh my god, he looks so good. Everything. Oh, he's a bartender. Yeah. I've never. I don't know anything about this movie. It's about people who make okay, very fancy drinks, and it takes them twenty minutes to make. Someone's a talking productive. to him. He climbs over the bar because something important's happening. So now they're running down the beach. Oh, there's someone drowned or something. A girl with nice ears. Yeah, good say it. So now he's just smiling for some reason, even though it seems very serious. No, it's a different scene now. Oh, shoot. Maybe that's not the scene in the movie. This is not the scene. This is uh, a I thought this was the scene. This is a music video. This is a fan-edited music video. Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. No one's seen Cocktails since 1988, so it doesn't matter. Um, Paul did actually get Paul, a friend of the podcast, has actually received it as a white elephant gift. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Cool. Excuse me. Did he also receive the soundtrack? No, I wish. Because I would have been so Kokomo. Kokomo. Yeah. You, I have not listened to Kokomo since the podcast started. And yeah, I've no, been, I haven't either. I've been. It's been stuck lust, in my head all week. Lusting man. after that. It's a rush song. It's there, and I want to yeah, grab it. You just want it. So Kokomo. I don't uh, want it, Peter. I need it. So Kokomo came about because the Beach Boys were contracted to do, to do a song for Cocktail. Yep. They were in a weird era where they did a lot of soundtrack songs. Mm-hmm. We we and we talked a little bit about this on the last yeah, podcast. and we'll talk more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, where like it was a mix of like oldies being licensed, but then also them writing new songs. Yeah. Um, so they were contracted to do a song for Cocktail. So Terry Melcher, their producer at the time, uh, just asked John Phillips. Of the Mamas and the Papas, the who they were the weirdly friends with at this point in the 80s. John Phillips, great guy. Yeah. The, <laughs> Famously. Terry Melcher just asked John Phillips if the, he had any songs they could uh, use. Sorry, uh, Terry Melcher of Charles Manson fame. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, yeah, why yeah. do I know Terry Good Melcher? Point. And then I realized, oh, it's because Charles Manson tried to kill him. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, so he just asked John Phillips if he had any songs they could record instead of writing one of them themselves. So yeah, pretty, pretty lazy. Uh, so John Phillips sent them Kokomo and then another song called Somewhere Near Japan. Huh. And so uh, they, they didn't the write Kokomo. Why does Mike Love have a writing credit on this Okay, song? so John, the version John Phillips sent them is not the version you hear. Like they redid the, um, they redid the chorus. Yeah. And so Mike Love and Terry Melcher and Scott McKenzie are all credited on it because they like, they reworked it in the studio. So, <laughs> fuck off, guys. <laughs> 
There were four credited uh, steel drum players on Kokomo, <laughs> including a That's... guy named Chili. <laughs> was it was, was it, it Red Hot Chili? Yeah, was it Chili, it was comma, Red Hot Chili? A guy named Chili. <laughs> also, for they, some fucking reason. Do they have a world record for that? For f- Oh, I'm sure that's not even close to the world record, man. I have personally set the world record, and that is not close. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure there's like 16 steel drum players on, on a later Beach Boys st- song. Sting and Shaggy <laughs> album. <laughs> yeah. On so, Santana by Smooth. Also, Santana somehow. Santana by Smooth. I'm sober. Van Dyke Parks shows up oh, to shit. record with them, and he is yeah. credited as playing accordion on Kokomo. <laughs> it's. So, so, yeah. so we're going to play a game on the Beach Boys, boys. Find the accordion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is, Must be layered is really deep John in there. Stamos actually credited on this song? He yeah, did, he plays on it. Did, okay. Oh, is he credited on it? Um, because I thought. Oh he no, just he's toured. in the music video. Yeah, he okay. toured with and it. And then he he's never credited. Did studio. Okay. Nope, he plays drums on an album Holy that we're going to talk about today. Oh fuck. Anyway, so um, so for some reason, no one quite knows why. Uh, Eugene Landy didn't allow Brian to come to the session for Kokomo. Yeah. So Brian's not credited on it anywhere, whether you know singing or writing or anything. And I think, can we say, for all of Eugene Landy's faults, this is a pretty good story. guy in the yeah. end, it turns out. Yeah. <laughs> Kept Brian from being yeah, involved with this him. shit. You know, there oh, is a, a, a video point. that I saw on YouTube earlier. Mm-hmm. It is of Brian Wilson laying in bed. I believe, probably Two not. cops burst in. No, no, no. And no, no. he's in legal trouble. <laughs> he's, he's wearing a bathrobe, no shirt. I've seen this, this video. This still sounds like this the video I'm and talking then, about. And then the girl comes in and offers to rub his back. <laughs> Right, yeah. But Mr. Then, Wilson, I believe you this, ordered an in-room massage? I believe this was in 1988, <laughs> and he's just okay. singing the first part of Kokomo in his That's bed. That's awesome. Yeah, he, you should look it up. You should play it for us. So he, um, It's a real thing. Brian did show up to do backing vocals on the Spanish-language version, so he's okay. not totally uninvolved in Which Kokomo, is... but... Look it up. That's look it up. the closest. No, no. Go go to YouTube. Look up Bathrobe Brian. <laughs> a medley. Is that an account? <laughs> no, 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 no. Bathrobe Brian was the my video is called in high school. Ba- Bathrobe Brian a medley, and then click play on it. I think probably that's a good idea. Oh yeah, look at that. PJ Willett. I don't know. Who's that? <laughs> Posted Me? by PJ. Wait a minute. I don't. Yeah, like this, this is. I do by... not like this. <laughs> BJ, you dickhead. This is getting rickrolled, man. That's a <laughs> this is our beach boy boy, PJ, laying on his bed in a robe in a wig? Or is that your hair? This is Brian Wilson. Yeah, all right. Looking very much like Brian Wilson. And, uh... <laughs> I have to say, that's the most accurate Brian Wilson impression I've seen in a long time. I don't know what you're talking That's Brian Says Wilson. Says something. All right. So you can go look it up yourselves, I guess. Um, so Kokomo went to number one on the Billboard Hot 100, but yeah. for some reason only number five on the adult contemporary charts, <laughs> which is wild. How does that work out? Yeah. Um, so the first and only Beach Boys number one hit with zero involvement from Brian Wilson. Mm-hmm. And I think basically their only charting single, I would assume. Yeah. Like, I didn't actually do the research on that, but Brian's been involved in almost every other single they've ever released. Yeah. Um, and I, I would assume every single they've released. Yeah. And, I mean, like, at least credited as singing on it or something. Mm-hmm. Like, because rock and roll music's a cover, but he sings. So, anyway. Um, over Beethoven. And it's their first number one since Good Vibrations, which holds the record for the longest span between number one hits for any American band. Yeah. Of 20, what is that? 
they, 22 years. They almost have the share thing where she had a, a number one hit in every decade from the 60s to the like 2000s. Yeah, yeah, right. They would have been... I mean, they've charted. They, been, they got 60s, 70s, and 80s, but yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so also the song was nominated for a Grammy for Best Movie Song, and they <laughs> lost to Phil Collins. Sorry, Best Movie? Because... Wait. What, what Phil movie? Collins was in a movie. He starred in a movie and then also wrote a soundtrack song for it. What and a soundtrack song. It was Tarzan. Um, <laughs> I, I thought it was Tarzan. It was like 1988. No, I was... forget the name. I looked it up and he is the star of it. Was it I Saw a Guy Drowning? It's a song called Buster. I saw a guy it's like a, a guy British rom com. <laughs> I saw a guy watch a guy who was watching a guy who was drowning. It's called Buster. Buster? It's a British rom com. Buster. Really yeah. nowhere. And he's the. <laughs> no, okay. Um. So, and then the music video features the first appearance, I think, in yeah. the Beach Boys lore mythos of John Stamos <laughs> of acting fame. I don't, I don't know anything about Full House. I don't know if it had started yet, but we're gonna get into a little what bit later. John Stamos. I yeah. think it started this I, year. No, okay. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was going by. So John Stamos uh, apparently plugged the Beach Boys a lot on Full House, like he multiple storylines. They, they right, showed so up on an episode. Let me. So he was a DJ on the show, right? Uh, uh, for no. part of it, he was also in a band. Dead, but oh. the, yeah, the Jesse first the time I'd Jesse ever Jesse heard, yeah, the first time I'd ever heard of the Beach, Beach Bo- Beach Boys, the we should have called the podcast voice. the Beach Boys. The, yeah, all right, that'll they, be our gossip episode. Yeah. It's called the Beach Boys. Um, <laughs> our very, yeah. Uh, I remember as a child the Beach Boys being on Full House three or four times because I watched the yeah. Full House all the time as a kid, mm-hmm. like reruns on TV Land or whatever, mm-hmm. or Nick at Night or something. Who's on Nick at Night? Yeah, Nick at Night. Yeah. Um, okay. And I remember them being, and that's like the first I'd known of or heard about the Beach Boys, yeah. not realizing that like John Stamos was in the Beach Boys. <laughs> and then no. I think like at some point I saw him in a video and I was like, I need to look up why he's in this. I've got to assume yeah. that like he probably like taught Michelle a math problem or something. Or excuse me, the Beach Boys did. Like that was yeah. the Beach Boys one, appearance. One, 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 one equals four. I didn't have a good one, 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 one equals four. Equals four, yeah. 87 correct. is when Full House started. Okay. Okay, so they get over the first the first season jitters. Yeah, sure. Season, yeah. If, by season two, great stuff. Oh yeah, classic like, TV. I mean, like, like good night, Michelle. White level. Mm-hmm. Good, yeah. By the way, living in the painted ladies. Um, if Michelle's listening, good night, Michelle. Yeah, have mercy. Oh, it's right. really good. I also like the. Is dog this? Comic. Are these Full House references? <laughs> these are I'm not following full, at these all. Are all. Full House references. The only thing I know is that John Stamos was in it because I read that the other Peter? day while researching Peter? for this podcast. So, how Peter? rude, <laughs> Peter? Would you consider yourself more of a? Uh, more of a were you more of a DJ person or a Stephanie person? DJ Tanner or Stephanie Tanner? Which one did you are those like characters more? from a television yeah, program? So like, which one did you like more? Peter, you knew before that mm. John Stamos was in the Beach Boys because I've talked about it. No, I knew so he was times. in the Beach Boys, yeah. but I didn't know who John Stamos was. He's the guy in the Greek yogurt commercials. Okay, no, that's yeah. uh, that's the girl. From I didn't Halloween. know he was in Full House. That's <laughs> Michael Myers from Halloween. Yeah. Mm. Okay. The love guru. <laughs> so that's. Kokomo. I I mean, I guess let's listen to it, right? And we can kind of talk about it a little bit. My favorite Beach Boy song. All right. At one point, this was one of my favorite songs. I'm sorry. Oh, you got to love those. It's really annoying noises. uh, So it's Mike and Carl are the leads, by the way. This is Mike. That's some Al right there, man. Oh, of course. 
There's a place called Kokomo That's where you wanna go To get away from it all Now, let me ask Steel drums aside, because we yeah. all know how I feel about steel drums. They're bad. Yeah. They're, um, they're the worst thing you can put in a song. Yeah. I, steel drums aside, outside of the like bad reputation this song has, is it in a vacuum? It's a bad song. Okay. I mean, it's not good, the, but okay. it doesn't offend me in, I a, will like, in a kind of... The chorus is catchy. Everything yeah. else about it is awful, I think. Yeah. I think the chorus is incredibly catchy, and that makes up for it. That's why people love it so much. Yeah. But everything else is terrible. It's just very it. lazy lyrical writing, too, where lyrical it's literally is, just yeah. listing islands for I so long in a way where yeah. it's like you could... It's like, it's so uncreative. Yeah, exactly. That it's like he just script. opened it up in Atlas. <laughs> and nobody knows the nobody knows the verses where he's like, whatever to heat. Nobody knows that part. Yeah. Or this part. They just know the chorus. Right. Um, the chorus well, is insanely catchy. Though. Yeah. This was stuck in my head for like an entire week after I listened to it when once. I was, so. When I first heard this song, I really thought that uh, Rolling for Soup had stolen the melody for 1985 from this song. I'm sorry, do you mean the Beach Boys? Are you talking about a... Is Bowling for Super band? We're un- and they're not the Beach Boys? Yeah, we just we only talk about the Beach Boys on yeah. this podcast. <laughs> All I can do is apologize. Okay. Thank you. I know we spent a lot of time, I, and I know it's confusing because we spent a lot of time up top talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame <laughs> and a lot of other bands. And but of course, we really Bo- only talk about Bowling the Beach for Boys. Soup is part of the Rock famously, and Roll Hall yeah, of Fame. first ballot. <laughs> yeah, one of the one of the great all time bands. I really like the so, work yeah. they did on Phineas and Ferb. So Kokomo uh, is not good, but we can all agree. A curse I, upon this earth. I think it's a terrible. It's, um, it's quite bad. And uh, real quick, we have a little thing from uh, Wyatt Funderburg talking oh, okay. about Kokomo. Great. And then we do uh, Kokomo because you have to. We, we didn't do it for a year. We went a whole year playing games without doing Kokomo. And like it felt really good. Like you're like, yeah, we're holding out. We're not ever doing Kokomo. And then we just had so many people ask for it. And we had promoters like ask like, hey, like why didn't you play Kokomo? Like people were actually like getting like frustrated because it was like we're paying you all this money, you gotta play Kokomo. And we're like, uh, all right. So we do it in our way. We don't do it in the like we do a new arrangement of it where it's a little bit more like 1963 version of Kokomo, like Phil Spector kind of vibe. So we try and make it as as palatable as possible. <laughs> Thanks, Wyatt. Thanks, yeah. Nice words, man. Yeah. I really love really? the one part where you talked about Kokomo and then also the other part where you mentioned the other thing. I thought exactly. he was a little more racist than I would have wanted. <laughs> True. If you listen back carefully, it comes across clearly derogatory you know, towards a like, certain type honestly, of You know, like, honestly, like, take a break, man. Like, yeah. they're not that bad. Guys, they're friends of True. the show now. We can't. <laughs> like, are they ruining, are they ruining the culture? We can't do this. <laughs> the Beach Boys fandom culture. <laughs> Oh, thanks, Wyatt. All five of us. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to talk about the Beach Boys' last two, uh, at least for uh, many years, their last two records. Their last two studio releases, I want to say. Well, not ever, though. Really? Yeah, they released an album in 2012. It's good. That's an official Beach Boys record. That's why God made the radio. We've talked about this. Not on mic, but we talked about it outside of the show. And Mike is a Beach Boy? Yeah. Um... (laughs) So, but their last two in, I don't know, if we recorded this podcast only a few short years ago, it would have been the end of their discography. Okay. So in 1989, they released an album called Still Cruisin'. 
they did. At this point, I think Good the Beach name. Boys need to like the trademark name. the apostrophe, the N apostrophe. Cruising. Because yeah. in the 80s, it's all they're doing. Like, everything ending in NG is just an apostrophe yeah. for some reason. Because they think it's cool and retro, I Jake guess. Jake has a really good point. Yeah. Great album name. It's Still cruising. It's a really good name for a band that's been along for for a while. Mm-hmm. It's been a long ride. They're still cruising. Yeah. I dig it. So it was released in August 89. It was primarily made up of their movie soundtrack songs, including some oldies. Like the last like five songs are just 1960s yeah. hits. Um, and then also some other like weird tunes of the era. Mike was really... Mike came up with the idea to put together an album of their movie soundtrack songs. Weird. I wouldn't expect him to do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, what did they call that? A cash grab? Are you, and are was you really, telling me that yeah. Mike Love was concerned with profit? <laughs> and was really pissy when it didn't come out that way. Like he defended it as like an artistic idea. Of course Because so Landy stepped in and insisted that Brian get a song on the record. So there's a Brian tune. And then they added that other John Phillips song somewhere near Japan. And then they added, I think, like an Al song or something. Like, so there's like three or four non soundtrack songs on there. And Mike was all pissy about it in some interview and was like, so the concept was a little bit diluted there. It was going to be a really great concept album of yeah. songs we'd written for movies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that we got um, paid for the movies for. Yeah. And now we're going to get paid again. <laughs> so this album, as well as the next one, um, are the only two Beach Boys albums or like official studio releases that are yeah. out of print. And that hmm. weren't part of their 2000, like 2001 remasters. So these albums yeah. like like don't exist on any streaming services or anything. They yeah. only exist as like YouTube rips or as CDs and cassettes. You, you did text me earlier and tell me they're not on Spotify. Right. Which I thought was funny because I don't listen to them on Spotify because they oh, okay. really fuck up my Discover Weekly. Yeah. So at this point, <laughs> like they're really not considered part of the Beach Boys discography, which is really weird. They're non-canon, if you will. Yeah. It's weird to me that the Beach Boys like... I mean, they left in other bad decisions, but for some reason, these two albums, like, <laughs> they, they just didn't they remaster. They let 10 Little and, like, Indians be on an album. Yeah, oh, exactly. God. But, like, they, for some reason, ignore these in a way that's kind of odd, but I feel yeah. like that means we have to go through them and oh, shit all absolutely. over these albums. I'm so. really excited. Yeah. Um, also, this album, in Mike's defense, went gold, uh, mostly due to okay. people buying it for Kokomo. Is gold mm-hmm. a million? Uh, I forget. I think so. Yeah. Gold's a million. Or 800,000, or is that... No, I think gold's a million, and then platinum is double that. Oh, okay. I think platinum's two million. So, let's hear a few songs. We're not going to listen to all of them, obviously, because some of them are oldies, but let's listen to Still Cruising, the title track. Come on, let's cruise, you got nothing to lose, so come on, let's cruise, you got... Uh, it won't surprise anyone that Mike sings lead on almost all these. No. And, and the, 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 the thing that is... is the most concept about this album is the snapping on every yeah. song. <laughs> this song was featured in Lethal Weapon 2. <gasps> Holy shit! <laughs> you recognize it. You're a big Lethal Weapon fan, I love you? Lethal Weapon, yeah. and I did not Because you love that Mel Gibson. He's your favorite actor. He seems like a cool guy. Mel Gibson can do no wrong. Yeah, sure, Ooh, in my opinion. Okay. Yeah, that's a good... That's a good... Uh, sorry, die on. I think I know what you're talking about. And you're thinking of what women want, and that's not <laughs> wrong in my opinion. That's a great film, I think. All right, okay. Look, we all think things. Um, so this song's not terrible, honestly. Honestly, like I, it's not good, but it's not terrible. I immediately thought I was going to hate every song on this. Yeah. And then I listened to it, and I was like, it's catchy. Like I kind of dig the guitar on it. There's some cool, like arpeggiated guitar yeah. that's cool. I, I feel bad for myself 
saying that this song isn't terrible. Yeah, I think it's not terrible. I think it's that's totally fair. It's better than any song on their last. It album. It sounds like a song written for an '80s movie, it though. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Holy shit! But how it's d- just not. It's how just did not I not terrible. realize this was in *Lethal Weapon* too? I know. All right, let's go straight to the next track. Somewhere near Japan. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. oh, oh no! no that's right. <laughs> oh no, guys! Oh, ooh, oh, boy, the, the instrumental on this is oh. so long. Oh, Boy. Lord. So this song was written because John Phillips' daughter went yeah. on her honeymoon. Was racist. Went on her honeymoon <laughs> in the Pacific <laughs> Islands and apparently, like, did a shit ton of heroin and other drugs <laughs> and, like, yeah. ran out of money and That's got lost. Anne Hathaway movie. And at some point called John Phillips International and was like, I don't know where I am. I'm somewhere near Japan. So then John Phillips wrote a song about it to give yeah. to the Beach Boys. <laughs> and he sh- certainly was a great pop Which is awesome, yeah. So, what are you going to say, Jake? John Phillips is the one who is... In the Mamas and the Papas. Yeah, but he's the one who was a bad fellow, right? A bad, bad man? Which, I think that... W- which one of the Mamas and the Papas was Mama a Cass? child molester? Oh, good question. Wasn't it him? Let's look it up. All I know about the Mamas and the Papas is that there was a bunch of sleeping with each other. Yeah. Well, everybody wanted to get with Mama Cat. Let's look at the exactly. controversy section. That ass, baby. More like Mama <laughs> that, ass. That's Mama ass. <laughs> we would like to apologize. Yeah, incest women. allegations. Is that what you're thinking of? Yeah, that's John yeah. Phillips, right? Sorry. Eight years after Ooh. he died, his eldest daughter claimed that she had a 10-year incestuous uh, relationship with her dad. Is this the same daughter? What it began when asshole. she was 19 what a in 1979. Monster. So it would have still been going oh on now. Oh, my God. What a monster. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, he's only contributing terrible songs. Yeah, and thankfully, these songs are great and not awful. Uh, Island Girl, I'm Gonna Make Her Mine is next. This is an Al song. I am so fine never listening to this. And uh, this song just makes me happy that Al is no longer writing songs, but rather just (laughs) touring. Yeah. Well, he also can't ride any roller coaster. That's right. It's not because he's too it's short. Actually it's because he scares the, the people to yes. It's because they... Yeah. <laughs> it's because when they're going down the hill, he goes, ay, ay, ay. So more steel drums. Of course. I have to imagine every movie these are in are set in Miami. This is not from a movie. <laughs> it fucking sounds yeah. like it is. This, this wasn't used in, like, the Hillary Duff... I mean, too. maybe after this album came out, but right. not as of this album's release. Okay. It was not used in a movie. Because I can imagine this being like a television show that is now doing a movie, yeah. and they're, it's set on an island for no reason. You know, it sounds and like... They're, 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 pan- they're like, wait, yeah. we have to go to Hawaii? Yeah, what it's a montage the, What if the kids from better. Wizards of Waverly Place were on an island? Yeah. Um, all right, next song. This is the Brian Landy song, In My Car. Oh. <laughs> It gets worse. It sounds very 409, actually. Or shut down volume two. Little D's Coop. That's the album. Yeah, there you go. I always screw those up. Because shut down volume two was okay. That's the good one, yeah. yeah. For no reason. So Brian sings on this one. I don't know if this is him, but he sings on it. That was him at the beginning. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely him at the beginning. Not actually a terrible song. I mean, it's not good, but it's not terrible. It, it, it it's, it's like the last two albums we listened to. If, they, it, yeah. if it was produced better, I think it would be a pretty good song. Yeah. It sounds like a bad Weezer song. 
So it sounds bit. like yeah, a it's a catchy <laughs> melody. All right. So then the next, the side finishes out with Kokomo. And then starting side B, we have. Oh, so they did throw out Kokomo on an album. Yeah, yeah. When did this album come out? This one, eight, 1989. Okay, and this, it went gold because it had Kokomo on it. We That's right. All, we, went, we were all in there. The, PJ, we, we were, were just here. We were in our early 30s. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I, I, I just didn't remember you saying it here. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so starting off side B is uh, a cover of the song Wipeout with, again, the Fat Boys. Again, they do a Wipeout cover. <laughs> what an asshole to laugh at somebody for Wipeout. Yeah. Oh my god, this is... This is the Fat Boys version. So it's like they took Wipeout and then took out the cool part, which is the drums. <laughs> yes. Holy shit. Yeah. Who thought we needed a techno harmony version of Wipeout? Well, it's going to get into hip-hop soon. Holy shit. Yeah. I guess you said with the Fat Boys. I should have yeah. put that together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah this is the, just the beginning, The man. finest rap group of all time. My name's a fat boy, and I'm here to say I like to party in a major way. This is an official Beach Boys release, man. Ooh, this, is, this is the band that did God Only Knows? Mm-hmm. All right. Same group. Yeah, this is the band that did one of the most beautiful songs Same discography. <laughs> <laughs> There's almost nothing to say. It's just my rap was better than this. <laughs> There's apparently a long-lost Brian Wilson attempt at a rap song. <gasps> oh, yeah. yeah. It's like if they supposed that to be album, famously terrible. Yeah, if they had thrown that out on album, I would have listened to that album in a heartbeat. So I, I really wanted to listen to the end of that, but that's okay. That's that. I mean, we could keep it going. <laughs> I just don't have anything else to say about it, honestly. Like, uh, Yeah. This was not in a movie either, actually. It was just a one-off single they released. This and also so decided sounds to like throw it's it on the record. Yeah. yeah, right. Oh, there's sand and sun and lots of fun. What a yeah. new idea to have about the beach. That's crazy. Un- unconquered territory. <laughs> I thought they were going to say the Beach Boys voice for a second. <laughs> because in my yeah. rap, it sounds, sounds exactly like a little like bit it. like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The guitar is good. I mean, yeah. it's just Chuck Berry guitar. Sure. Yeah. It's not Carl playing either, I guarantee it. I wonder if there's a credited guitarist on it. I, I really doubt it. I have to imagine Carl at this point is probably like a pretty good guitarist. Yeah, I don't think he honestly plays. Well, he probably plays live. I doubt he plays in the studio, really. See that? Oh, he's credited with playing guitar on this record. All right. Um, let's see if anyone's credited with playing guitar on Wipeout, though. No one is, so it's either sampled or it's Carl, I guess. Or... It might be the man himself. Yeah. The guy who did Wipeout. Wipe his name I totally out? remember. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it might be sampled from. What is that guy's name? George Jones. <laughs> Everyone knows. This is my favorite country song. There's still another minute. Do you really want to keep going? I, I think we're good. I think we're good. I okay. think we've you heard get it. it now. Yeah. yeah. I, I said that uh, as a right. joke, and then you really rolled with it, huh? So, and then the next one <laughs> is Make It Big. From Troop Beverly Hills. Uh, my favorite movie. Yeah, the premiere of Jenny Lewis. Sorry. This song the, actually doesn't The premiere of suck. Jenny Lewis? Yeah, she was a child actor. She was in Troop Beverly Hills. 
Uh, Jenny Lewis, the musician. Yeah. I did not know she was a child actress. Yep. Yeah. She her does. mom. Her mom got her into it and then took all her money to do drugs. <laughs> she had a great childhood. The Macaulay Culkin approach. Yeah. yeah. I actually kind of like this song. Like the '80s production sucks, but it's kind of a fun song. I don't. I'm not big on it. You're not big. I don't hate it. Once we get back around to the little chorus part. You gotta the love saxophones. those 80 oh, saxophones. So 80s. Yeah. Um, it is very movie soundtracky. This part I like. That kind of blows my mind that Jenny Lewis was a child actress. I've yeah. only ever known her as a musician. This part's good. Oh, well. No, it wasn't. I don't know. So, and then the last three songs are I Get Around, which was apparently in Good Morning Vietnam. Wouldn't It Be Nice was in Good Chi- or Big Chill. And then California Girls was in Soul Man. Oh, Soul Man is the most so, racist movie ever. Really? You All guys right. know about Soul Man? Cool. Yeah, no. it's... Yeah. Can I tell you about Soul Man? For I've been told it's one of the most racist movies ever. Uh, <laughs> C. Thomas Howell, who was in The Outsiders, and another famous movie that I don't remember. The Outsiders 2. The Outsiders yeah. 2, more outside. Return of <laughs> the movie. The Outsiders 2, Din, uh, Dally's back. Yeah. Um, wow, that was a good pull. Um, I said Return of Pony. Pony doesn't go away. His was better. He did because the movie was over. No, Dally dies. <laughs> they stopped writing. Dally so he went gets away. killed yeah. by the cops. Um, so he spoiler. Returns. Hey, spoiler alert. Um, uh, he so he can't get into college because he's too dumb, and so he in takes Soul Man. In Soul Man, okay. and so he takes tanning pills to make him look black, and he does the rest of the movie in blackface so that he can get mm. into college. I don't and, love it. It's a movie where uh, three quarters of it is him pretending to be a black guy, but like an 80s stereotype of a black guy. And that ended his career. I'm glad it did. Yeah, it should have. That's terrible. has been canceled. (laughs) Okay. Um, So that's that's the plot of So that's still cruising. These are the original songs, not the recordings? Yes. So And they just threw them at the end of this album. So knowing that... What do we well, want to rate still cruising? Oh, oh God. One it's, out of ten. Yeah. It's, it's I thought about not even doing so, ratings for these two records. But it's so unimportant. Like, I ones, couldn't tell yeah. you about it, any song. It's unimportant. No, and there's no reason to. Yeah. Like, there's un- not even, like, a curious. I guess Fat Boys is a curiosity, but you don't need to hear it more than once. It's not an album. No. Yeah. They didn't yeah, record there, it as. It's no not an album. But it, continuity. It's, it's weird. Like I, it's one of those where like it should be in their like weird compilation section, but for some reason it's considered. Yeah. I think because there's three new songs on it. Yeah, I mean there's um, new songs on it, so I think but, it technically counts as yeah, studio release. But it's but wild that it is. And anyway, garbage album. That's it's all the time we can give it. Okay, so their final record, uh, you know, for a couple decades at least, uh, was released in August of 1992. Okay. It's called Summer in Paradise. Um, have you guys seen the album cover for this? No. Okay, no, it, let me it, find so it real they, quick. They it's t- one of the ugliest a, album covers I think I've yeah. ever seen. They took a screenshot of um, the, the, the theme to Bachelor in Paradise and just crossed it out in, <laughs> in Sharpie and yeah. wrote Summer. Oh, man. You guys ever watched Bachelor in Paradise? That John Paul Jones, baby. I'm not allowed. I'm yeah. not allowed. Yeah. Apparently there was a simple plan song called Summer in Paradise, and that's that keeps popping up in Google. Yeah. Well, this is a simple plan podcast. Yeah, yeah. Sure. The simple plan, pedophiles. Nope. <laughs> what? We are welcome back. I to couldn't think of anything. Okay. Welcome back to the simple. Plan this is boys. the album yeah. cover. Summer in Paradise. 
It looks Ooh. like a Windows 98 background. Oh, that honestly, that's awesome. For some really? reason, for yeah. some it's reason, it's a whale like swimming underwater. I fucking hate it. Okay, I, so I love it as it everything but like, an album cover. It looks I like a Three Wolf Moon shirt. I don't it's, understand. It's, it was the 90s. Well, yeah, I don't understand terrible. what this island is. Like, it's not connected to anything. Yeah, it's just right. Floating. Uh, Peter, yeah. what are the odds you buy that sticker? <laughs> Zero. What? Are, no. What are the odds? Zero. Do you know how to play What Are the Odds? No. We'll do it later. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> we'll do it on the next episode. Perfect. Yeah. We'll um, do it later. I love it just because it's so cheesy, and like yeah. I'd love it on a folder or a binder. Like re- It does Lisa look, Frank yeah. Style. Yeah, it looks like <laughs> it would be like a f- school folder you'd yeah. buy of like a weird digital painting um, of a whale in the ocean. And know? I would 100% have it as something like that. Um, mm-hmm. But as an album cover, that is garbage yeah. stank. So, <laughs> released in 1992, this is the Beach Boys' first and only uh, studio album to feature zero contributions from Brian. He oh, wasn't credited as producer. Rough. He didn't produce or he didn't write any songs. He didn't sing on it. He didn't do one thing for this record. So, so my due to a lot of reasons, had to but. have been sitting back in his chair and thinking. Remember that genius we used to have in the band? Let's <laughs> yeah. cut him the fuck out yeah, of here. No, thank you, Well, sir. so Mike, uh, another Mike concept album, he thought that it would be cool to make a concept album about environmental protection, but also make the quintessential summer record. <laughs> <laughs> I love Definitely summer, so. but hate litter. Yeah, shooting, exactly. Shooting for a realistic goal. So yeah. this was what, also their... Oh, wh- go ahead. When does the lawsuit happen? Uh, it's around this time, which is why I think Brian's not involved. Okay, we we're gonna get to that after episode? the albums. Okay. No, uh, oh, just later just in this. Okay. But I think that is why, because I think that was ninety one, ninety two. I've been when very, Brian yeah. gets sued by various band members. So I know I jokingly said like the highlight of this was getting to Kokomo, but like yeah. truly, I've been looking forward to getting to the lawsuit because I have it's not looked wild. it up, and yeah. I want to know so much about it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, also their first record to not be released on vinyl. So it was only on it was CD 92, and cassette. That makes sense, yeah. And it holds a weird distinction of being one of the first albums to be recorded using Pro Tools. Cool. <laughs> Always on the cutting edge. That's like Beach Boys. <laughs> that's like on IMDb trivia on like the movie Zodiac. It's like it was edited in Final Cut Pro 10. Great yeah. movie. It's I mean, like, I think the cool. idea is just Excellent in 1992 that using a digital software and was a big enough it's deal. It's so weird that people are so like pumped about doing that because it's like. Cool. Everybody uses Pro Tools now. Well, now, but this was one of the first records. I imagine it was just Pro Tools, though. They had used digital before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So mostly put together by Mike and Terry Melcher. Yeah. Bruce wrote one song. Al was apparently supposedly banned from the sessions (laughs) because of some dispute because he, like, got into an argument with Mike about the record. So Mike kicked him out. Yeah, he wanted to be eating children during the studio (laughs) sessions. So, but that's like a... Rumor, but then Al's credited as singing on like three songs, so oh. maybe he got kicked out halfway through. I don't know. Yeah, it was the Denny situation um, <laughs> where he'd show up sometimes. Yeah, Bruce was also the only member of the band to actually play any instruments. It was all studio musicians, otherwise, which sounds a lot like another record. Pet sounds. Guys. Yeah, sounds this might nice. be the second pet sounds. <laughs> hey, third pet sounds. I can think of the second one pet sounds. Difference. Love you. Love you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to do a joke. And well, a and then album. also Van Dyke Parks, for some reason, comes back again to play accordion on this record. <laughs> they in just a way don't where, know like, anyone else. Van Dyke, he must have been at some really low point in the late 80s, early 90s, where he was hanging out with fucking Mike Love. 
making yeah. uh, well, Beach Boys he, records. His whole thing was like people didn't dislike him during Pet Sounds, but like nobody hung out with him except for Brian, right? Yeah, so it's so weird that he's back, yeah. especially because he like purposefully didn't want to hang out with them again then during the late 60s and early 70s. He came back? Yeah, yeah. Um. So anyway. I don't know. This is also the only Beach Boys record to not make Billboard's pop albums chart. It supposedly okay. sold less than 1,000 copies. Whoa. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and apparently, also, there was a like oblique reference in Wikipedia to MIU albums selling around the same amount. Yeah. So I think we were talking on a previous episode about how many MIU sold, maybe. Yeah. And so somewhere the around there, a few uh, thousand copies. W- when I Bought Love You on Vinyl, which we talked about last week or the week before, mm-hmm. um, I did see a copy of Light Album and MIU. Well, yeah, because no one wants those. Exactly. Even but this one that a sold a thousand copies. Yeah. I, I, I'm gonna get a little peek behind the kimono here, <laughs> uh, part of the kimono, if you will. Please um, open it up. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Um, I did not butt. listen to this album earlier because that's I d- fine. I didn't have enough time. <laughs> but I want to own it on vinyl already because that's so it's a, it's funny. Not, it's not on vinyl. Oh, that's it's right. It's only on You're CD right. and cassette. That. You can only own it on cassette, man. That, maybe that's that why it didn't cool. sell. 92, yeah. they were still doing vinyl. And, maybe. I don't know. But like in 89... Um, 80, CDs came in like 85 or something. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Do you want to listen to... <laughs> Bet your ass Summer in Paradise. Very much. Very it starts much. off with a Sly and the Family Stone cover. Mm-hmm. And we will listen after Hot this. Fun right. in the there's, summertime. If there's any band that could cover them. Yeah. All right. So Summer in Paradise, uh, we're going to get to after this break. And we're back. On we the are Beach back. Boys, boys. I'm here. All right. So this is Hot Fun in the Summertime, the first song off their record, Summer in Paradise. May I say, the worst name for a song. And dare I say, great album cover. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you think so. (laughs) So You're really nostalgic for 2002, though. I love Lisa Frank. Yeah. This this album gets weird because they do some re-recordings of early hits in a way where it's really hard to find. Uh, Like... So the next song is a version of Surfin', their original okay. single, yeah. where, like, I think this is it, but I'm not positive, you know, where, like, sometimes you click on it and it's just the original version. So. Right. So that's Hot Fun in the Summertime. It doesn't get any different than that. <laughs> Which, that's our I think this is the track. 1992 Surfin'. Yes. <laughs> God, yeah. Absolutely. Everybody shut the fuck up during this. <laughs> Put your, excuse me, shut the fuck up and put your hand over your heart. Sounds like a tool cover or something it's weird. not good. It's very bad, actually. <laughs> wow, man. This was a good idea. Damn. Mike Love. Mike Love fucking love. In between voting for Reagan in 94, mm-hmm. wasn't it election year? Reagan was not on the ballot. He still voted for <laughs> He wrote him, him in. Yeah. My buddy, Ronnie Riggs. <laughs> That's exactly what he yeah. verbatim. Yeah. It was after he'd been diagnosed with Alzheimer's, yeah. and he was still yeah. like, I'm down. Are the Beach Boys still a new band? <laughs> now, Mother, Mother, can I talk about the AIDS crisis? <laughs> Ooh, whoa, turn that up. Yes, drown me out. 
It is a fascinating guitar tone. This is comically fucking awful. Yeah. This sounds like a like Christian radio parody of of. Uh, oh, it totally does. Like like if Adventures in Odyssey did a Beast Boys episode. Can, may I? I'm just gonna do a PSA here real quick. Pause that. Um, oh. PSA. PSA. Jake. <laughs> Jake is watching baseball still. Can you, know, you out on his phone? I That's know. a little respect Summer I in Paradise did, deserves. Is know. Jake turned up the volume I on baseball to not my listen to was on. I forgot my volume was on. Um, I don't blame you, man. <laughs> there is a Christian parody band. This is my PSA. Apologetics? The Apologetics. Yeah. PSA. Paul's, yeah. uh, Paul's uh, mother's friend said, oh, your kid likes Weird Al? If he likes Weird Al, he'll love The Apologetics. That's oh, with an X. Go mm-hmm. look up. The Apologetics, because yeah. they are a Christian really good rock stuff. parody band. Yeah. One of their songs is JC's Mom Has Got <laughs> a Growing Son. <laughs> JC's Mom Has Got a Growing Son. A lot like, like in youth group, kids would wear a lot of like logo t shirts oh, yeah. that were Christianized, like a Mountain Dew thing, but I don't even remember what they replaced okay, it with. So, I, I remember so one that I said have... it was a Yoohoo t shirt, but he said okay. he saves Yoohoo. <laughs> Okay, so I have a couple things to add to this. Yeah, a, yeah. I had the Mountain Dew shirt. Now, what and did it, it say? Said, it yeah. said, Jesus meant to die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wow. man. All right. There was one that I remember. It was it was, it was, was the, the shape of a guitar pick, and it was mm, the Fender yeah, writing that, that really said, familiar. pick Jesus. I yeah, had yeah, that a one guitar terrible. pick that said, pick Jesus. That said that, and I would play shows with it in high school because I thought it was funny. Yeah. Nice. Um, Brendan used to play for a Catholic church in town. He used to play drums for him uh, only because he was like, yeah, it's just like a nice nice way to play drums with people. He did not give a fuck about like yeah. the church part. He was just like, it's nice to like, you know. Get to play drums every once I in a while. I was I was really into apologetics and really had, yeah. Well, I only know so, about it. I bought yeah. a few of their songs on iTunes. What, and what was I your favorite? I I bought a song called "The Real Sin Savior," which was a parody of the Real Slim Shady, <laughs> and it was all about how That's evolution amazing. is fake. Yeah. Ew. Oh wow. That's cool. Yeah. Um. All and right. Then, and then I also had a song called "Life Restored," which was a parody of of Last Resort by <laughs> by Papa Roach. All right. Um, so it was give my life unto Jesus. In any case. Give my life to Jesus. This is my life restored. Oh, wow. Um, Damn. My favorite thing about them is instrumentally, very good band. <laughs> like, they get it note for note, but everything else is terrible. You guys, do you guys remember Plugged In Online? No. That was yes. a, Yeah. Peter, you, it's you, like a Christian movie review site, Christian right? Movie Where they would site. like tell you it from was, a Christian's perspective, yeah. is this movie it worth watching? It was honestly probably the first movie criticism. Was Hellboy a good movie? <laughs> Let's get well, into it. Well, first off, they would it would be S or it would be H. Oh boy! Mike's hanging oh out God. with bikini Hang babes on. in this video. Hey, could you, Peter? Could you show that a little closer to me and then pause the podcast for about five to seven minutes? Oh, there's Mike, <laughs> the, an those, old man with bikini babes. It, Mike is in it about a tenth of this video. Huh? All of the bikinis are... <laughs> are electric drum set on the beach. Oh, I think that's Stamos. Yeah. That is Stamos. That was Stamos. This is the yeah, album I think Stamos. Stamos is credited on. Um, he toured with them after Kokomo. Yeah, I yeah. know that. Right, yeah. All of the bikinis they're wearing are thongs with mesh over them. <laughs> yeah. The hottest guy. Oh, God. Mike looks like such a creep. He looks like a colonel in the Air Force. So this song, in Summer of Love, way. has... Okay. This song was originally meant to be a duet with... You each get one guess, and I guarantee you will not guess it. 
All right, Jake, you go first. I will even give you a hint. Fictional character. The Archies. No. Who's who's Roger Rabbit's Jessica Rabbit? No. Bart Simpson. <laughs> That's funny. Holy shit. So Mike bad. reached out to the Simpsons people of because course. apparently This was when Dude the Bartman was a hit. Okay, did, so did the Mike Simpsons... Love write a letter that said Dear Bart. Like he thought he was a real person. <laughs> so they were working on doing a Simpsons movie Dear, apparently yeah, around this time. Stranger, yeah. And so Mike was like, yo, we want to do a song for that movie. We should duet with Bart. And this was the song. And then the movie never happened. And, and they recorded the, they the song it anyway. 14 years later. So, no, no, no. In 92, they were no, looking no, no, no. The Simpsons movie. The Simpsons oh, yeah. Movie. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. 92. So, so like 11 years But, yeah, yeah. So, that's this song. Wow. Okay, the next song is Island Fever. And let me tell you guys, you got to call the doctor for this fever. <laughs> it is a critical oh, condition. No. It's they literally do the doctor metaphor. You know, it's usually, usually I turn the music up and then crank it down when we start talking. I might just leave it down. <laughs> it's not a terrible idea. This is another Mike Love and Terry Melcher, by the way. Man. But, okay, so. Oh, doctor. At the risk. Can you give me a prescription? <laughs> I got a fever. At the risk of sounding sacrilegious, Man. is this worse than their first album? Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yes. by a million okay. miles. Okay, yeah. Their first album yeah. at least has two decent songs on it. And like at least their they second, were, their they second were album trying. was worse than their first album, I think. Right? Okay. Mm, their second or third one was no. Their worse. second one was solid. Is the second one that had Lana down? on it. One of the ones after it was between their first and fourth, or like what second did you just and fourth. Ask? Is their second one what? Is it coming down part two? Is that it? No. What? You're oh, thinking no. shut, shut down, down volume two. Yeah, that was like their fifth, like fifth or sixth. But there, there's one in Sorry. there. <laughs> I was like, like what I the am, hell are you talking I'm about? I'm not well. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> like, two, three, or four was worse than their first one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of them was Yeah, this worse. song is rough. It's bad. It's a shitty I song. I think there's a literal line like, about, doctor, what's your prescription for island just, fever? There's so. just nothing <laughs> going on interesting. It, it okay, is, so they re-recorded in a completely different way, though. They also have a song called Still Surfing, a few <laughs> tracks later. Yeah. It sounds exactly the same. God, I hate Mike Love's voice. This is yeah. the alternate uh. cover, by the way, like the European cover. Same artist. <laughs> it's like a cliffside with a bunch of dolphins in a rainbow and an American flag I have with to, fireworks. I, I, do have to, I do have to. Yeah, Jake has to salute. I have to salute that. Yeah. I'm going to kneel, I think. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. This song I'm is rough. Okay, let's get to the Bruce Johnston contribution. Slow Summer Dancing, parentheses, One Summer Night. So you had to get summer in there why twice. Did there, why did there have to be parenthetical? Ooh, this, is, this sounds like a Halloween song. <laughs> yeah, it does. It sounds like a jazzy... That's a real John it Carpenter like a, production. Yeah, jazzy John Carpenter song. <laughs> That's what they always said about Bruce Johnston. Yeah. It's like, if you want jazzy John Carpenter to produce your record, <laughs> get yeah. Bruce If you want John Carpenter in a junk contemporary, this is your song. <laughs> so this is what Bruce thinks counts as good music. Although, to be fair, it's not any worse than anything else that's happened so far. No, I mean, I don't think it's worse, but it's really bad. It's very bad. You know, I don't usually peek, uh, peek behind the curtain like this. This is a good episode to be a little bit drunk for. Yeah, yeah. totally. Thanks for coming, Jake. I'm fine. I love a weird, so low, epic, low you, voice out of nowhere. You love yeah. so your favorite person is Bowser from Shauna now, then? Sure. Well, yeah, he already was my favorite person. 
Uh, okay, so quick tangent. Yeah, sure. Bowser, That's this whole episode. Bowser, An episode of tangents and Beach Boys. Bowser from Shadana. Sure. They played at Woodstock. Yeah, yeah, they did. I, I have was Bowser in the group at that point? Yes. I know their lineup was, he was pretty six, different. Sixty-nine. Right? Yeah, Bowser was in it. I'm up, pretty up sure. top. Cool. Um, nice. I have a friend who is trying to see. I'm more of a 420 guy. Yeah. Yeah. Is that controversial? That, I think 69 is. Funnier. I mean, in terms of funny numbers, I mean, 420 is the amount of cents you want on a tuner. It's between 420 and 440. Sure. And 69 is just the best year of music. So. All right. Continue, Jake. Sorry. I have a friend who is uh, going down to Las Vegas to hear or to see Santana in concert. Sure. Uh, because she wants to see some of the artists from the original Woodstock. Kind of sounds like this friend might just be Jake. Yeah, I think it's Jake. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a friend. So we, this friend and I, we are in a rabid discussion over where in Santana's set list he plays smooth. Where oh. do you think it is? It's either one, five, and then. Three times for the encore. Okay, yeah. So my my like argument is he plays is it five it, times. He opens it's it first, right before the encore or the encore. Uh, see, my argument is he opens with it. He plays it like six songs in to get it over with. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or he closes with it and it's his big closer. I think we have yeah. the same idea on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I mean, uh, I actually, I really, I'm in the camp. He plays it twice. For real, I would not be. I think surprised. he plays. I think he plays it once during the show. He plays, and it, then he plays it during the encore. He plays, as well. it, he plays we, it first. No, Rob Thomas. His encore. <laughs> Rob Thomas comes yeah, out. Do we actually, want, do we want to look up when he plays? Smooth? I think you have to. All okay, right. Yeah. The next song is "Strange Things Happen." We're giving so little of a shit to this album that I didn't even know it was a new song. Another Mike Love, Terry Melcher. He's really making out with that microphone in these songs, huh? Yeah. And every time I hear Mike Love's voice when it sounds like this, I imagine him with the fingerless gloves, hands yeah. over his headphones, and just deep in that microphone. Do we want to see a picture of the Beach Boys in 1992? Hell this yeah. is with Brian and Sans... Oh no, just with Brian. Sam's so Carl, Danny. Al, Bruce, Brian, Mike. Where's Denny? Holy shit. Denny's dead. I, I'm aware. Uh, Carl still looks the best. Okay, should oh, we yeah. do a quick Beach Boy, who's your toy? Sure. Because it's 100% So for Carl. the listener, this is a picture of all of them holding a surfboard, mimicking their famous early shot, holding yeah. a surfboard in a line. So Mike's in the front wearing some very light Mike. denim, a vest, and a baseball cap. He looks like hell. Yeah. Uh, Brian is wearing a leather jacket and just kind of looks sad, but yeah, eh. well, he as looks always. like he wasn't invited, but just happened to be yeah, on the exactly. beach at that time. Yeah. Hey, God, you're doing it. Uh, let me get in there. Uh, Bruce is in the middle, and for some reason, he has like his hand under his chin and is he grinning like really a pinup model or something. This might be an unpopular opinion, but um, Bruce shouldn't have been in there, in my opinion. But, but he was a member of the band at this point. But I agree. Certainly shouldn't have been in, in the front, back, or middle. He needs to be in one of the offsets. <laughs> oh, I see. And then Carl's and then wearing... That's that's Father John Misty. Yeah, Carl's wearing all end. black with a very long grain beard. Not looking at the camera. No, <laughs> with sunglasses on. Like, that he means, doesn't want to be there. That means he's dead. Carl is dead. Yeah. Yeah. And then Al's in the back with, like, weird long Al hair and a baseball great. cap. 
Al and Bruce, for some reason, are wearing matching jackets <laughs> in a way where Mike probably told all of them to wear jackets, and then there was a whole to-do about well, whether they were wearing the jackets or not. Two, it's and then orange only two jacket, of them showed up black with the jacket. jacket. Orange jacket, black jacket, and, and then, then Mike, Mike wearing like, long So, But you sleeves. can tell Mike's pissed because he's like, we were supposed to do red, black, red, black, yeah. but then you guys got pissy, so I didn't wear any of it, and now I look like now the I'm asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm wearing a little vest with children all over it. Yeah. Um, well, the next song is "Remember Walking um, in the Sand." I'm still talking about that picture. Thank you very much. I do not remember. Beach Boy, who's your toy? Carl. This 100%. is originally a Shangri-La's tune. Apparently, I'm gonna go with Denny in this one. PJ, is our volume up? No. Oh, it's just late to start. Um, Carl, Carl's my toy. I want Bruce Johnston because he is as much part of the Beach Boys as I am part of the Beach Boys. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but that's not true. No. <laughs> it's not like Wu Tang where anybody can join. Nope. All right. <laughs> this is a Halloween song. Seriously. Okay. We are playing Halloween songs. The a next song on my street is <laughs> Lahaina Aloha. Aloha. Lahaina Aloha. I fucked that up. <laughs> oh, my, I meant to say this earlier. My thought on uh, Someplace Near Japan was yeah. that they wanted to write a 20th song about Hawaii. Right. But then they were like, we can't quite say Hawaii. <laughs> How about someplace near Japan? My, yeah. my take on somewhere near Japan is they were so tired of Weezer ripping them off that they decided to rip Weezer off. Yeah, they yeah in 1992. Yeah. <laughs> they were sick of this they fucking like, upstart they band. They were like, fucking Rivers Cuomo will not stop just singing our songs. Yeah. It's like if the podcast on starts stealing our bits now. Oh, That's man, that true. Goes, those, I like those guys, actually, though. So this is a song. Shout out. Shout out. Okay, let's get to uh, Under the Boardwalk. Everybody shut the fuck up for a minute. A cover, I imagine. Yeah. Is this going to be as egregious as their cover of Going to the Chapel? I don't know. Yeah, this is a Drifters song. Yeah, this is... Have you not heard Under the Boardwalk? No. Oh. This is a great song. I mean, the original Drifters version yeah, this is a great is a, song. This song specifically right now that we're hearing, great song. They, they do a lot of covers of I'm excellent sorry, songs. I didn't notice The YouTube video play. I found of it is pictures of a guy who is remodeling <laughs> his pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a slideshow of a guy who rented a cat to like <laughs> dig up the sand near his house. Is this on the playlist you found on YouTube? This is an official Kim album playlist Kim by a guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Um, yeah. so that's how that's how hard this album yes. is to find. Jake, have you ever say. heard their cover of Going to the Chapel? No. They cover it in yeah, like nineteen eighty eight. No, no nineteen seventy six. Seventy six that was way up. Twelve years old. It's not a bad Beach Boys era. No, this specifically it, was this a very was. bad beat. Okay. This it, song from the beginning to the end of this song was a terrible Beach Boys era. Um, it is okay. the most egregious song I've ever heard. Wait, Titular track, Summer in Paradise. This might be the worst, actually. No, it, going to the chapel. Because I worse. have, I think I know They're both terrible. Because the well, but you've never heard uh, "Under the Boardwalk." It's a pretty good song. It's a great yeah, song. Yeah, that is terrible. Um, I think I know what the worst cover song of all time is. Is it "Africa" by Weezer? <laughs> That's up there. I have no opinions about the song except for that it sounds like nothing and it's bad. All right, I like here's this one more than some of the other ones. The you last song. Turn it up? Wait, wait, wait. Jake likes this one. The guitar is not bad. 
It sounds like the a 90s alt-rock song, kind of. It, it sounds Weezer-y, honestly. God, shut the fuck up about Weezer for <laughs> once in your life. I have a tattoo. I don't. My body is a temple. Okay. My body is a temple. The last song is a re-recording of their 1970 track, a Denny ballad, Forever, Ooh. featuring one Ooh. John Stamos okay. on so, lead vocal. So Denny lead vocal. Denny Denny has no, no, passed. no, no, no. So he's taking Denny's place as drummer and oh, vocalist. Well, this is just straight Weezer. Fuck up. Uncle <laughs> Jesse, baby! Yeah, he can't do it's it. really he terrible. not have it. Wow. Sorry, remember when I said that I thought that Going to the Chapel was the most egregious song they'd done, and then I said Under the Boardwalk I was. think re-recording their dead brother's song and letting John Stamos yeah, sing lead so maybe bad. takes the cake for worst Beach Boys It's decision. so bad. So bad. Yeah. I'm out. I, we're not yeah. going to play the rest of it. Uh, um, you want to uh, give Summer in Paradise a quick rating, PJ? No, no. What I want to do is talk about that song for a minute. Can okay. we do go, go negative a thousand? Unfortunately, one is the lowest we can go, and we've been annoyed we've at been ourselves doing... for establishing that rule lately. <laughs> Here's the thing. That is the worst Beach Boys song yeah, I have it probably ever is. heard. Okay, and so it was not, the last officially released Beach Boys song for 20 years. So and tangent. I mean that truly. It is the worst. Do you think the Beach Boys are the band with the biggest disparity between highs and lows? Yes, probably. I truly think that. Like, Pet Sounds, and I know we've talked about this to death, but... Pet Sounds is 10 out of 10. One of the greatest things that has ever been made in uh, in America... Mm-hmm. And then to me, there this. is there is no other band that has a ten out of ten album the and then is, goes down to one out of ten <laughs> or starts at one yeah, out of ten yeah. for that matter. The thing is, is that the Beach Boys like it's not even like this is definitely their worst point in their entire careers. Oh, but even if these two records didn't exist, there are still four or five albums in contention for being almost yeah. as bad. Like in comparison yeah. to Pet Sounds, th- th- there's there's like these are just there's so bottom f- of the barrel. Five albums I think are, that are great by the Beach Boys. I think like oh yeah. Yeah, I think Great. that's fair. But then they're fair like, who? they're like <laughs> the Beach Boys. Yeah. No, they're like seven. There's like probably eight or ten Great right. Beach Boys. I dis- well, we disagree. But then there are like seven albums. Pet that Sounds, are- Pet Sounds in Stereo. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Pet <laughs> Sounds in Mono. Love in Mono. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then there are like seven that are ones out of ten or something to me. So I think it is a quite like it's not that there there are there are bands that have a ten out of ten record and then maybe a two out of ten one out of ten record sure but it doesn't stay like that then their next record is middle of the road or something yeah they yeah. have clear highs and clear lows yeah and I think that is why Peter and I wanted to start this podcast because he <laughs> he he loves a lot of the weird Beach Boy stuff which I have grown to love but he loves a lot of the early stuff <laughs> grown too. to like yeah gr- well, grown no, to tolerate I love. Wild Honey. Get out of here. And things like that. PJ texted me the other day about listening to Love You Again and (laughs) said something about enjoying the first half of the album, but the second half still sucks. So for any real Beach Boys (laughs) fans out there, you I did not say that. You... You said that because no, you said that. Do you want us to read our texts on? on... (laughs) No. Okay. Go ahead. No, you said um, you just gotta you just gotta turn around on more of those B sides, and I went eh. Yeah. Yeah. The B sides fine. So you confirm that you don't like them. No, I gave it like a seven or eight out of ten. Get out of here! It's okay. a good, it's a good album. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, buy our thoughts. disco, disco, disco tap mamas on t-shirts yeah, sure. on t-shirt. t-shirt. Um, but I think I think it is weird that consistently they will have mm-hmm. very good albums and then very very bad albums. Yeah, I don't think there's any other band that does that because most bands either break up by mm-hmm. that time or they'll put out like another well, great white somewhere in there. 
What are you thinking? Another band that's weirdly similar to that is Weezer. Weezer. I, I didn't want to bring them up. In a way yes. where, like, recently, most, I, if anyone still listens to Weezer, which they don't, but, like, they legitimately have, in my opinion at least, a couple of their, like, five best albums that have come out in the last decade. Yeah. Yeah. In a way where, like, that are as good as their early best albums, yeah. but then in between and around, I some will, fine I, stuff and some not, terrible bottom of the this barrel This is not stuff. the Weezer Boys, but no. absolutely the White Album is... The White Album and as, everything will be all right. Almost end, as good both. as their first two Yeah, the White Album is pretty incredible. Guys, I gotta come clean with you guys. You've never you listened to you Weezer? You don't like Weezer? You, you, you don't know who Weezer is. Oh, they're a Beverly band, Hills. Yeah, that's where I want to be. Okay, you guys are so close Beverly, putting it together. I've listened Beverly. to Pinkerton. I think Pinkerton is a good album. The Pinkerton only other, is one of the one of the other few. St- I've heard maybe two other songs by them, and that is Beverly Hills and uh, Pork and Beans. So I, I like Pork and Beans. Beverly Hills is a terrible. Song. Honestly, yeah. if I was oh on. wait 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 no sorry the song from Jackass Three as well I've heard um, sure. memories. Make me mm, want to one. go back there. So, so Memories is on Hurley, which came out in 2009. Is it named has... after the gentleman from? Yes. Okay. W- Peter, will <laughs> from you, Lost. From you Lost. pull up is a actually... picture? Will you pull up, pull up a picture of the Hurley album cover? It's just and show a picture of him? the dude. Is it really? That's yeah. all it is. That's really funny. I, yeah. I have to show you. It's the... funny that I came up with that joke in, independently from them. Yeah, it was a joke album. Yeah. Um, but it, it has so bad. But it has some good songs. So Jake, Runaway is one of their best songs. And Hold On. Jake, are, the are we saying that we are going to start a band called the Weezer Women? Honestly, if you want to make a podcast, the Weezer podcast would be my favorite podcast. That's the album cover. That's a great album cover. Yeah. That's what I'm going to look like in a few years. So, but you're right. Like, especially in terms of classic rock bands, there's no other band that was, basically there was no other band that was around that yeah. long and experienced such highs and lows. Zeppelin broke up before they could get to that point. Well, the, the Rolling Beatles, Stones obviously. are the one we've come up with, not yeah, who this, were around this long and were consistently releasing new music Stones, for this, this long. The Stones, I don't think I'd give Stones a one to any of their That's what I'm saying. I'm not, bad. I'm not. That's even not what close. I was saying. Like, I was just the saying they're newest... the only band that you could guys, compare the Beach Boys to. We get it. We even... get it. We're white guys arguing about classic rock. Even like a bigger bang, the most recent Stones album. My favorite is... TV show featuring Sheldon. <laughs> My favorite TV show featuring Sheldon. Peter, do you know what it is? Young Sheldon. It's Young Sheldon. <laughs> I watched a porn parody the other day called Hung Sheldon. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a big dick. Damn it. Now we have to leave that whole <laughs> fucking shit in. All right. So, all right, everybody. Now go we're around. getting to porn video? the band tensions and mine lawsuits. Is, mine is video. In 1988, <laughs> Brian released a solo record. Can, can we? I'm no, not, I'm not. Gonna, we can't do anything. I'm we're not, moving can we on. Talk about our favorite porn video. We're moving on. <laughs> Send us your lips. In 1988, <laughs> Brian a released a solo record. Video for my boyfriend. <laughs> that was fairly well received at the time, even it's, though Landy was highly involved in writing and recording. Wait, is he so? Is he actually involved in writing? Because I know yes. he took writing credits on. No, songs yeah, he, he like write writes on. lyrics and stuff for Brian, and like changes his lyrics and stuff. And she makes a video for her boyfriend. And so after, <laughs> turn your mic off. So in the late '80s, thank you. In the late '80s, uh, Brian is coming up on a decade of being with Landy, where this entire time he's on like a heavy heavy dose of a bunch of psychotropic drugs and like just yeah. any basically any drug so this, wants this is um that movie era what is that movie called? yeah love, love and mercy. mercy yeah so Which brian never had developed something called tardive dyskinesia 
which is like a rare neurological condition where you have a bunch of involuntary repetitive movements. And so apparently like his band members and like people in public thought that he had had a stroke or something because it was like a weird rare disease, but it was yeah. just because of how many drugs he was on. So in 1989, Brian and Eugene Landy separated. In 99? 89. Oh, I thought you said 99. It blew my mind for a minute. But they remained business partners. What? Stop, Brian. So, knock it off. Was, so they remained. The, was Eugene. The doctor. That's the guy who's yeah, yeah. giving him the drugs. The doctor who gave him the drugs so, essentially took control of his entire yeah. life and took writing, producing credit on a bunch of stuff. Okay. And Brian, uh, took all of his money essentially yeah. around this time as well carl and the wilson family filed in court against eugene landy Ooh, to okay. remove so him it, from brian's life it was was it carl's idea to have him back at landy or was it mike and carl Andy? was involved carl, it was the whole band yeah okay so everyone except denny yeah because you know that um, fucker's dead so by it took two years but in 1991 underwater he would have been fine in 1991, uh, they won their case against Landy, who lost his medical license in California and was uh, legally ordered to stay the fuck away from Brian Wilson. So after Landy is gone, Brian's memoir wait, so comes wait, out. When did he lose his? You you just said, 1991, he, and that's when he stopped being around with Brian. No, he stopped being around with Brian in '89. And the, so, so did but he, legally did he, lose he wasn't his, separated yeah. from Brian until '91. Did he lose his medical license because of this, or was it yes. a different situation? Okay, and the album—that's that, what I wanted to the make album sure. Album that we just listened to was '89. We listened to yeah. an '89 and, and then a '92. Okay. So in 1991, off. after Landy was gone, Brian's memoir came out, which was only credited to Brian, but was supposedly co-authored by Landy. <laughs> okay. Um. And, what, what's the name of it? Uh, I think that's the one. Is it called Love and Mercy? It could be. I mean, I doubt they would make a movie based on it that it shows you. Oh, Landis. it's Wouldn't It Be Nice? I knew it was a song name. I yeah. almost bought that when I was in Nashville. So it's like supposedly co-authored by Landy. And because and the reason people think it is because he like doesn't say negative stuff about Eugene Landy and yeah. it, it's a bunch of like and then Eugene Landy saved me in 1975 you know so. which which he I mean at that point he had run away from Landy well, and then was no, forced to so go back no so supposedly well yeah that's true but supposedly by the time Landy like and him were legally separated Brian yeah. wasn't super happy about it like he'd yeah. become so dependent on him it, that I mean it had been but, what 15 years or something yeah. of him essentially relying on Landy yeah, to do anything. For, for yeah. everything. Oh, yeah. also, interestingly enough, um, Wyatt Funderburk has an interesting thought on this topic. And here it comes. Eugene Landy? Yeah. I get that. The lives that these guys live are insane. It's so weird. And it's crazy that of all these guys, Brian is still alive, yeah, still doing it. never How? figure it. Yeah, he's no. the only one. He would be the only one. He should have died a long time ago with all the shit that he did, like all the drugs he did and how careless he was, you know, like he should have died when he was 27, 28 years old. I mean, he was just, it's just, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. I mean, it is really, it's a, it's a testament to like the value of the music that he created and the people that care about him and care about his legacy and stuff. Because he definitely wouldn't have been able to do it without all, like, without Eugene Landy, he would have been dead. Like, without Mike Love, without all these guys looking out for him, you know, maybe not always for his best interest, but just the legacy, his, the value in his music and him is so great that all these people invested so much time and money in saving him. 
I thanks, Wyatt. Yeah, Interesting thanks. thoughts. Yeah. That, was, that was great. Yeah. It's wild. I love, I just want to, w- one more time, one last time, I want to shout out that coffee shop for playing Beach Boys music the entire time you guys Every were talking. Time, yeah. They, nice it's such them. a nice bed, <laughs> sound bed. It's just so crazy that the the baristas recognized us from our individual <laughs> yeah, podcast. I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's wild. And we said, please don't, please don't. When, but then they did, you know, they did anyway. When a celebrity walks in, exactly. you change it. And you, you ended up, for their your, pictures, meal. your pictures were on the wall exactly. when you left. Celebrities yeah. sometimes come into the place where I work. And True. You have to. Yeah. You, you have to treat them nicely. That's right. Well, we live you know, in Hollywood. So like yeah. Or near. Near near Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. If Glenn Close Hollywood came into the, to the place where I work, and I was like, I, and I was like, Emma Stone should have won that Oscar. She would have been like, Emma Stone wasn't nominated, and I would have said, I'm sorry, Glenn Close. I mean, Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga hmm. should have won that Oscar. Um, and sometimes when Goofy comes in the place where I work, I yeah. say, "Hello, father." And then, <laughs> Hey, Dad, it's yeah. good to see you. And then I say, "Why are you? what are you doing on a school bus? <laughs> honk, honk. That's exactly what I say. Do you guys remember when Goofy's son uh, accidentally... Like, Literally talked about it on the last last. Podcast. No, there's no way we did. Yeah, we did. Do you remember when Goofy's son messed up the school, uh, the school assembly and the principal... Um, by Goofy's son, do you mean PJ? No, I mean Max I mean, or me. Max. Oh, PJ, you're half or, uh, Yeah, yeah. PJ's From another brother. mother. Yeah. Um, yeah. Goofy. Yeah. My Goofy has had sex twice, and, uh, <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs> canonically only two times. That's correct. He gooshed exactly twice, technically. <laughs> but do you remember when the principal called? called Goofy and threatened that if Max kept interrupting assemblies, he would be given the electric chair. <laughs> wow. That's, a That's real, quite the treatment. That is a real plot point in right. the Goofy movie. <laughs> I prefer an extremely Goofy movie where uh, he skateboards. Yeah, he skateboards. That one is good because uh, because Max is in college. I think I sound great. And so after college, Brian like released Asher this Ralph. memoir, uh, uh, no, Mike... That's Weezer related, baby. <laughs> Oh, actually, I, well, let's not get to the memoir quite yet. So, in a, oh, this is from an obituary of Eugene Landy. Um, it quotes Brian, who in a 1988 interview, die? like 2006 or something. Okay. But yeah. just this is a quote from Brian from 1988 about how Landy was a mental telepathist who could plant musical ideas in his brain. Not oh. good ones. So, no. Yeah. Um, very bad ones. <laughs> also, apparently, Landy also took a third of the two hundred and fifty thousand dollar advance for Brian's book. Of course, he yeah. did. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so after the book came out, Mike sued for defamation, and he won one and a half million dollars in a settlement from the publisher. And one then and Carl, wow. Brother Records, and their mother Audrey Wilson also filed defamation suits. Um. Like apparently, there were a lot of stories about his childhood in there, yeah. uh, where like everyone looked bad except Brian. Well, and of so, course, because Eugene Landy yeah. was like, everybody hates you except me. So they filed suits as well. Um, in 89... Your family hates you. Exactly. Only I love you. <laughs> Brian filed uh, in court as well to reclaim the rights of his songs that yeah. uh, at some point, uh, at some point, they were signed away to Murray um, in where I'm not M-U-R-R-Y. clear. Yeah, their father. Yeah, the, the, spelled normally, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, like a normal human. Yeah. Um, 
And Brian, like, part of his argument was that apparently Murray forged Brian's signature or something when Which he, like, took the rights from truly him. truly would not surprise it me wouldn't about surprise Murray. Me not either. at all. Yeah. He was the worst. Murray was an ass. So, he, Brian... He, it's Joe Jackson and then Murray Wilson in my book as far as shitty... Well, and also yeah. just in terms of fucking their kids up. Exactly. That's what I mean. Like, yeah. fucking their kids up and, like, taking their kids' shit. And then Macaulay Culkin's parents. Sure. Yeah, yeah they seem fine. Yeah. <laughs> now He's dancing uh, with Lizzo. Exactly. He's okay. It's his thing. Yeah. So Brian didn't get the rights to the songs uh, at that point, but did get $25 million out of the deal. Good for and him. And then the really famous lawsuit in 1992, Mike sued saying that he partially wrote like, um, what was it? 35 songs from the Beach Boys early days that were solely uh, credited to Brian. 150? Through the, yeah, but yeah. a lot of them were their big hits. Um so sued saying that he should get a co-writing credit and won the case and got $12 million out of it. And like all their credits were amended to 35 songs so that it was Brian Wilson, Mike Love writing, um, which I, I mean, which, without doing way more deep digging, I don't know what was said in that court case, but honestly, if Mike won, he probably did help. Like, it's I mean, fine. he might've, but it, it's also a case like against a mentally, uh, like a, a well, men, yeah, a, but a Brian with, assumedly with, had lawyers who weren't mentally ill. I mean, I know, but you, there, there's absolutely no way to prove who did what, unless you have you know recordings of people saying like, "What if we do that?" Like, <laughs> I understand that it is, you know, I, he may have written some of them, but like, th- there are probably some that he genuinely didn't help write that um, he thought he may have. But like taking advantage of yeah of a yeah. mentally ill person, yeah. who also was, you know, in charge of hiring his own lawyers probably, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Mike Love at this point who is touring nonstop is probably making more more money per year than Brian Wilson yeah. is. You know, well, and ironically, if Brian was still with Landy, Landy would have probably fought really really hard oh, yeah. for Mike to not get the rights to it. I'd like. Landy probably so, would have done really well like, in that lawsuit. Ironically, yeah. yeah, Mike did well he, to another interesting thing bring like that lawsuit when he did. The 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 main writing credits for early Beach Boys are Mike and uh, Mike and Brian. Right. Early Beatles. I know you hate when I bring up the Beatles on this podcast. You rolled your eyes. Truly, you genuinely did. Mm-hmm. I read Paul McCartney's um, book where he goes like, um. It's called the Wonder Wall Music, I think. Um, but he goes, mm-hmm. he goes um, song by song and talks about how much he, you know, who wrote what. And apparently, right. there were only ever two disagreements on songs between him and John Lennon because yeah. all of their writing credits were together. It was always Lennon McCartney, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there were two where John Lennon was like, "Oh no, I wrote most of that song," and then Paul McCartney was like, mm, "I'm pretty sure I wrote like all of that song." There were only two songs out of probably like 200, yeah. something mm-hmm. like that, that they disagreed on. Which is crazy because it's like those are two relatively sane people. One of them was a huge asshole, but in in this Paul. situation, yeah, yeah, Paul Paul's the big <laughs> asshole. Famously, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do but, you know what the two songs are? I could look it up, but okay. I I do not recall off the top of my head. Um, but with this, it's 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 an asshole, like a super giant asshole who just wants money, and yeah. then a mentally ill person. So I think yeah. it has to be. Because at the time they would have given him writing credit, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So I think I do think it's Mike taking advantage of somebody, his cousin, who he knows has, you know, yeah. mental illness. Yeah. 
1997. <laughs> you don't care about anything I said. Carl. No, no, I, no I just don't I, even know what to... I mean, I, yeah, no, I have I nothing just, to add. I think that's a really good point. In 1997, Carl was diagnosed with lung and brain cancer. Sounds like George Harrison. He Not brain, though. had... It was a terminal oh diagnosis, God. but he apparently kept touring with them while doing chemo through the end of 1997 before dying in February 1998, oh, which is dude. like a couple months after their mom died, I think, in the late, or, yeah, there in 1997. There has to be some recordings of like, like those shows really with sad Carl performances of Carl and, yeah. with like, you know, his hair falling out. Oh, man. So, that really bummed me out just now, that yeah. thought. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. for... For us here at the Beach Boys Boys, that represents the end of the Beach Boys story. Yeah. Uh, obviously, there's two more decades of Beach Boys that happen between Brian touring alone and Mike touring under the Beach Boys name and but, them taking yeah. band members on tour with them and uh, weird political disagreements. Um, <laughs> band politics, yeah. not yeah. not national politics. I have to imagine um, national politics too, though. I'm sure uh, it comes probably, in there somewhere. They probably paid in. But... You know, for the most part, that's that's pretty much the story of the Beach Boys career, PJ, that we yeah. just went through. Wow. And if only, uh, thankfully we're going out on a high note. You know, that's all I have to say. Yeah. It's nice that we ended strong, really. And I think on our next podcast we should discuss where I fall. Because I, th- I think... On them as a whole band. As, as the story in general. Tail. Just a whole thing. Because we kind of know where you fall. Because you, you had not necessarily a bias, but you were leaning more towards one way. I was leaning more towards a different way. I think it'd be interesting if both of us talked about sure. what we think now. And I'm only saying that because Jake is drunk, and I do not want him to weigh in. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could do it right. We could do no, it real quick. I'm sure Jake podcast. has some thoughts. All right. We'll do it on the next podcast. <laughs> it's got to be an intimate thing between you and I. Mm, we're I see. Eye yes, yeah. Mono a mono. Yeah. We're going to arm wrestle during the whole thing. I'll win. Yeah. So that has been the Beach Boys Boys with our special guest Jake Iverson. Jake, thanks Jake. for being here. We, uh, we appreciate you, we appreciate you yeah. weighing in, bringing all your Weezer thoughts to the I, table. Yeah, yeah. This was not my your knowledge of, of classic rock. And yeah. you know, this podcast clearly has an end date. Clearly, uh, this kind of well, really yeah. I mentioned for a second. I mentioned on a previous I episode. Is, I was talking to this cool doctor who yeah. is going to put me into like this cool program that he's doing, where it's yeah. like a twenty four seven. Uh, care thing yeah so um and let you out maybe once a year maybe once a year yeah. yeah like i'm not really gonna be allowed to talk to many people um like especially family and friends i guess yeah <laughs> especially. Uh, although yeah so um we'll see i mean that's i'm going in pretty soon with him yeah in a way where like the beach boys podcast might end although i might pop up like once a decade or so to be involved but you know yeah. outside of that it's really just going to be me and Eugene hanging out a bunch. Yeah, yeah. you call him Genie. Well, sure. In in the meantime, would you like to start a podcast called the Weezer Wizards with me? Where <laughs> you where you Honest talk about God, PJ? I would love to start a Weezer yeah. show with you. Who wouldn't? Well, I I my opinion on Weezer is about the same as my opinion <laughs> on the Beach Boys. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So. You'd have to. Yeah, you'd have to be in my. position I know they the whole have time. one good album, and I don't know much about the rest. They have four good albums. Well, yeah. I don't know that. Yeah. You're yeah. gonna have to convince they have four me. Four good show albums, me. and then the deluxe version of Red is really good. All right, we'll talk about it on the podcast. That's what they Jesus said. Christ. So yeah, uh, real quick before we leave, uh, send us fan mail, please. We yeah. want some fan mail at beachboysboys at gmail dot com. Yep. Password. 
Goddamn it. I have to edit that out every time. You can tweet us <laughs> at Beach Boys Boys. Yeah, Beach Boys Boys. On Twitter.com message boards. And if you would like to check us out on teespring.com, yes. we have a new design that I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you referenced it earlier in the show based off the Love You hit uh, Mona. Mona. And it, it is a t shirt with beautiful font that I designed myself that says Disco Disco Discotech Mama. Yeah. Because I love that lyric from it. Um, it's a rainbow font. It's great. Uh, yeah. Go to teespring.com and then look up the BBB podcast. Mm-hmm. And you'll find our merch. And, and it, it, truly, we don't really make any money off of that. It's just they're no. cool looking designs that PJ's put a lot of work into. So if you have any inclination, we, we also uh, go have check a them new, out and uh, buy a shirt or a hoodie. Yeah, We, we have a new um, logo design as well. Mm-hmm. So it's the logo from our um, from podcast our show. art. Yeah. I'll put it on a, put on a t-shirt or sweatshirt. Yeah. So, check all that out, and we will catch you on the other side of that wave. Driving in my woods.